Welcome, baseball fans. It is time once again for the Running the Bases podcast. I'm Tucker Wells, joined as always by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, it's all over. It's all over. What a bittersweet Tuesday this is. No more baseball. No more Major League Baseball, at least until uh, February. So, Let's uh, let's review the World Series. This seems to be a trending thing right now. Um, your overall thoughts on the 2015 World Series? Royals were the better team, period, uh, throughout the year, uh, throughout the series. They are to be complimented for um, what they achieved. I thought their bullpen, their defense, uh, the fact that they don't swing and miss, all of these things helped them, but if... You look at who they played, uh, whether they were playing the Blue Jays or uh, the Mets, all of these teams that are top-heavy, that with uh, all of uh, their future tied up in starting pitching, the games got late, the Royals stay in it. They, as as Ned Yost et al. say, they keep the line going uh, and eventually find a way to score runs. They were the better team. Yeah. Uh, Not my favorite team, but they were the better team. Right. Yeah. And I'd have to agree with that because the, the, the great debate is, you know, everyone's heard this stat by now, but the Mets in four, three of the four games they lost, they had the lead in the eighth inning. Right. You know, so it was it the, that the Royals won or the Mets lost it. I certainly believe the Royals won it. The Royals had the better bullpen uh, of every team they played, but the teams they played had weak bullpens, you know, so they sure. came back and scored late, uh, but it was almost to be expected. Now, let's say that the um, Pirates are in the World Series, because, you know, if you look at the whole playoffs, you know, that was, it's been forgotten now, but, you know, before it all started, there was the great debate. It's like the, the two best teams in the National League are playing in that wild card game. Do you think that the, if the Pirates had made it, it would have made a difference? Because don't didn't they seem like the the they they were a more balanced team than the right Cubs. exactly uh, I, I think so but uh, again they I mean they had a deeper starting staff and maybe uh, you know Linares or somebody pitches in relief and that gives them the aid but it is a you know in a sense Raleigh Fingers uh, you know one the World Series in the early 70s, uh, it's been a relief. Uh, I mean, it's been the bullpen in the World Series. Right. And I didn't get a chance to do this. I heard this debated on Bill Simmons' podcast. But to look at the World Series champions over the last 30 years and see how many of them featured the best closer. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, I think 2001, Mariano was better than the the poor Korean guy on the Diamondbacks. So yeah, right. there's, but then again, you know, Randy Johnson <laughs> was really the closer. So, <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Um, how do you feel about living in a world where Ned Yost has as many titles as Bobby Cox? <laughs> uh, no comment. No comment. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I mean, props to the Royals. What do you think of the Mets and the many, many uh, blunders? I mean, that's the other big point that's said nationally. The Royals just leaving didn't Harvey make... in too long, or sure. not taking him out, or not leaving him in longer, and all that sort of stuff. Sure. Uh, the I, I I don't fault Terry Collins. I think Terry Collins did a wonderful job this year. I do. Uh, too. He has been. People have been calling for his head. He manages in New York. If they had won 105 games, they'd be calling for his head. That's what they do in New York. They fired Yogi Berra. They fired Casey <laughs> Stingle. They fired you know Billy Martin five times. Uh, they you know they 
and they fired Davy Johnson when he's the first to go to Sabermetrics. They fire, you know, uh, that's what you do in New York. Uh, and I they think, fired Bobby Valentine, and by all accounts, that was that was okay. Oh yeah, they fired and Bob <laughs> Lemon. Bob Lemon was like, I'll roll the dice and see what happens. Uh, but uh, no, I, I don't think. Uh, I think Terry Collins did a good job this year. Yeah, I. If I was to criticize Terry Collins on the World Series aspect, um, he didn't play, and we talked about this last week. I think um, he didn't play to win today. He was right. he was never he never adopted the Jim Leland philosophy. So, like Game Five in particular, I thought Thor should have come out of the bullpen. You know, you look at it. That's two days after his start. It kind of could be argued as a side session day anyway. Right. I mean, and you bring him back Game Seven. I, I can agree. I just don't. Uh, I also know he knows his players a lot better than we do. You know, there. I mean, you can second guess everybody uh, after the game is over, but in terms of dealing with the pitching staff, you don't know. Somebody may say, "I feel great, Skip," and that means that his shoulder really is pulling at him. You know, so I, I'm. Uh, and at this time of year. Uh, who knows? He may be trying to save somebody's career. I, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, the uh, I'm not going to question him. He got them to uh, the World Series uh, that, and in a year that nobody predicted them to go to the World Series. So yeah. you cannot criticize Terry Collins. I I agree. Though they will, and they do, and oh, they sure, have. Sure. But I yeah, absolutely I stand with you on that side of the fence. Um, what do you think of Matt Harvey now? Because you know. Innings limit. <laughs> I think Matt Harvey is going to end up making a whole lot of money for the New York Yankees. <laughs> yeah, it'll be around the same time that Bryce Harper makes a whole lot of money for the Yankees as well. Jeez, oh, Bryce Harper might end up a Dodger though. Who knows? Yeah, there's that too. Bryce, you know, you know, he didn't arrive to get the Hank Aaron Award. I mean, how do you feel about that? We're gonna we're gonna just go ahead and and, and uh, sidetrack here. Uh, uh, you know, Josh Donaldson's there, and he's, I know, I know. Well, uh, Bryce Harper's such a punk, man. He sure, he is. Uh, and all that stuff that went on at the end of the year, you know, with he and Papelbon and all that sort of stuff. There was, uh, if it if it had been done by somebody other than Papelbon. There would have been a lot more introspection into you know if James yeah. Worth had done that. Just yeah. think, you know. But yeah. The uh, give Papelbaum credit for that. Yeah, Jason Worth, by the way. Wait, who did I say? James. James Worth. Yeah, I thought you were going Lakers '80s yeah. basketball <laughs> star for a second. All right. And if he had done it, that would have been really interesting. <laughs> yes, it would have. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, Harper. James Worth, uh, who was in the Butch Cassidy and Sundance <laughs> kid. Uh, yeah, you know, what were they called? The some uh, I don't know. Right oh, now. I don't know. It's been a while. Um, but is Bryce Harper the Newberry Bonds? I mean, that is such a Bonds thing to do, and Bonds yeah. did that. Yeah, I know. all the time. Yeah. Um, so glad he's in our division. I know. God, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to put that on. He's a he's a kid. Yeah, you know, let them grow up. Yeah, that's true. Hey, how did you feel about A Rod <laughs> as an announcer? Yeah, 
better than I thought he was going to be. Really? Yeah. I, that does not mean he was good uh, or right. that I liked him, but he was better than I thought he would be. Oh, well, I thought it was good on him to talk about baseball because he certainly can't hit it anymore. So, <laughs> Oh, hey. He and had, then he had again. a real good you know, comeback year at 54 or whatever his age is. <laughs> yeah. Um, wonder why. I wonder why as well. Um, so, all right. So, the, the Royals, just to talk a little bit more about the Royals. How impressive is how impressive is their victory given how they lost last year? You know, is this kind of like such a almost they were sports... a better team than last year. The yeah. pitching was deeper. Uh, I mean, their starting staff was, uh, you know, a deeper Morales was back. They, you know, uh, they had, they were all of the kids were older, uh, a year older, a year more experienced. Uh, I think September did them a tremendous amount of good where they went through a, uh, just a, a terrible tailspin and uh still uh, were able to uh, yeah that that had to be strengthening to them to go through that kind of adversity i uh they're a solid team they uh, and they know the type of team they are uh i mean they are the team that catches the ball they are the team that keeps the ball in play single 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 era i mean you know they yeah uh, you know, Hosmer breaking for home yeah. <laughs> on an infield grounder. Uh, he would have geez. been out by twelve feet if that if that ball's on the line. And, and you know, when you look at that, even if you look at some of the uh, tremendous uh, fielding tragedies of all time, Mike Piazza going to first base and stuff uh, of this nature, they're still going to make it ninety percent of the time when. And Braun played third base and was such uh, just, oh, my God, you know, this guy's in the major leagues. You know, he became a good outfielder. But as a third baseman, he was awful. But he still made the play 90% of the time. You know, uh, his fielding percentage was still like 895, maybe the worst of all time. But that's still (laughs) 9 out of 10 times. Now, that play that Duda makes or that throw that Duda makes, he has to just throw it within five feet of the plate. Uh, And uh, game over. But... Uh, just you know, it was there was some magic on Kansas City side. Yeah, and I, I applaud them even further for for never seeming to uh, shy away from the magic of the other team. You know, the right. Astros arguably had magic. The Blue Jays, the Mets, they looked at all of them in the face and said, "No, nah, we really don't care and about any of this." All of them didn't have a bullpen. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, Wade Davis, basically untouchable. Um, I want to applaud also the awarding of the MVP to Salvador Perez. I do too, and I'll uh, reward you. You said that that might happen. Yeah, uh, I mean that was not your call, but it was. No probably your second pick i agreed with you i thought you know at the time right i don't know if you said that on the it, air or not. It, i did and my first pick was morales and then i completely yeah. forgot about the dh rule yeah. so <laughs> i kind of lost that one in the early goings right but yeah i mean you know he uh i think he deserved it for game five it pushed him over the edge oh, coming I, I out I to too. calm down cueto I, I, or I uh too. volquez i do too i uh i think he was a deserving mvp yeah, yeah. So now for the future of the Royals, do we think that this is, you know, Cueto's, a, he was a rental this year. And how about that? They finally got what they... <laughs> you, they did get a couple of games out of him down the, the stretch. exact right where, time. You know, uh, <laughs> the, uh, I don't think Cueto has really uh, helped himself financially down the stretch here, though. 
No, but, you know, as far as the Royals are concerned, you can look at game four and finally say that all too cliched, oh, this is why they got they him. They gave so. up three good prospects to get him. Sure. But, hey, it's a but world championship. A, yeah, I know. They got a world championship. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's okay. Yeah. Detroit Tigers got Doyle Alexander. That was fine. <laughs> they were okay that with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, all right, so the Royals, you know, and, and, of course, there's also Gordon is a free agent now. Um, they're going to have to start paying people. They still play in Kansas City. Um, do you think this is sustainable? Do you think that we're looking at you know, we're going to be Kansas facing City, the Royals for years now, uh, to come? I think Moore understands that there is a certain type of ball player that has to play in Kansas City. You've got to cover that outfield. Uh, it is a, a different and unique ballpark that you can play to. It's a doubles and triples park. You need athletes that can run in the outfield and uh they're not going to go out and get a uh nelson cruz you know that's not uh that type of ball player doesn't suit that ballpark and and they know that they're they seem to be a smart organization uh it seems sustainable that they will be uh competitive for a long time i think i'll win the pennant next year who knows uh but uh, I think they are going to be a competitive team for some time. Yeah. I mean, this hot stove season will be tremendously interesting about the the AL Central, you know. Oh, yes. Yes, it will be. Yeah. Uh, and to a lot of a lot of things. To a lot of things. Yeah. And we'll, we got a couple moves to talk about here in just a minute. But um, all right. So now, just when you look back at the entirety of the 2015 Major League Baseball season, regular and post, what are, what are your big takeaways? You know, and more cliche, I guess, what will you remember the most? Um, Scherzer not getting that uh, strike or whatever. I mean... Uh, the perfect game? Yeah, yeah, he didn't get the perfect game. Because of the, the arm right. coming in? Who was right. that? That was Pedro Alvarez. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, like in June, I think, or something. That was, yeah, it was right before the all That was the image that I will still take away from this season the most. Uh, I think we had a tremendous rookie crop uh, this year. Uh, the the Cubs are, you know, that's huge. Uh, but they need some. Uh, I mean, you know, they, they got four or five just big old country boys ready to hit the long ball, but they need some more. They're still on their way. Uh, the uh, it was a great season. I thought this was a tremendously interesting season where the Braves were uninvolved. Yeah, but we still found a lot of interest in that. Oh, yeah. We, they, I mean, yeah, they had uh, making some moves. It was, you know, one long spring training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and sadly, next year may be the same thing. Maybe, yes. Yeah, but um, I will take away from it uh, a couple of things. Well, the Cubs, that is huge. Um, you know, are it, you look at like when any, when anyone talks about the NBA, they talk about how it's important for teams like the Lakers, the Celtics, the Knicks. Right, right. Like they have to be good. The Bulls are kind of in that in that pantheon now. NFL, the Cowboys, the Steelers, um, they have to be good. In baseball, are we going to put the Cubs in that now? No, no. Because for the good. longest time, it's they've had to been bad. Like <laughs> that was required. They haven't been good for a hundred years, and baseball's been successful. So I don't know what right. says that they need to be good. Let me say one other thing that I'll take away from this season: there were more 
potentially great young pitchers come out and you know step forward this year than I can remember in a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, there who are, are you most excited about? Well, yeah, I, I've said that I, I, Degrom has been my guy yeah. all year. I mean, he yeah. is, uh, and and those those Met pitchers are, you know. Uh, Ari- yeah, Arietta's, you know, I mean, he ran out of gas, but I mean, there, there were like a lot, there are hundred mile an hour pitchers on every team, you know, uh, they're all over the place. It, the pendulum has gone in that direction. It'll come back, you know, but, uh, this year was, uh, you know, a, another year of the pitcher. It wasn't 68 or anything, but it was, you know. Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, Kershaw and, and, and Grinky, uh, right, there right. are scoreless inning streaks that were going on. I mean, that, that's become the new hitting streak obsession. Right, right. Um, so, I, you know, I'm also going to look at, I mean. You have somebody go f- hit 40 games, so you see what you see. Oh, yeah. What I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. What was it? Jimmy Rollins did that. He came close, but it was split Not over. 40. The last one no, in the was, 40s was Pete Rose. Pete Rose. But Jimmy Rollins was in the mid-30s. Yeah, I think he got, he got pretty high. And he had to lap a season. He yeah. like it ended at the right. well, anyway. Yeah, no, and, and, and even our own Dan Ugla. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> dearly departed. He was Thirty-two. Dan. And, and yeah, his. man, how exciting! That's the highlight of his. Uh, yeah. So, um, but I will remember uh, not only the Max Scherzer and uh, the you know essentially through two perfect games, two right, near right, perfect games. Right. And all on a and, and it, had a down year, yeah, and had a down year on a team that had him and the MVP, the All World brat, Bryce Harper. But uh, the 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 Pirates running into the bandsaw once again. You know, they got derailed by one really excellent pitcher having a really excellent night. Yeah, yeah. So um, that, but it, it just the image. Pirates' own fault, though. Uh, I mean, I love them, but they started the season so poorly. True. Uh, if they start the season decently, they're 105 uh, games. Yeah, I mean they're uh, and they don't have to play in a one game playoff. Yeah, and I I'll be very interested to see how they start. Well, the whole year, but to see how they come out of the gate next year, knowing that and you know? everybody will be coming out of the gate playing a healthy Cardinal team. <laughs> yeah, you know, you just kind of pencil that in. It's kind of like the free space on the bingo board. Oh, you know, Jesus. it's like go ahead, Cardinals will be there. Um, but as far as images are, are concerned, and I said this at the midway point, the empty stadium game, Baltimore oh, and Chicago. Oh, really, really, that was uh, a tremendous game. That, yeah, that that is uh, one of the. If Ken Burns were still doing his baseball special, that would be something that you would mention from this year. Yeah, which he might be for all we know. Yes, you know, yeah. they seem to keep updating it. Well, all right. Well, it, it's been a blast going through this. You know, this is the first year of our website, second year of the podcast. Really, it's been it's been tremendous. And I'm going to take a moment here to just thank everybody who's a baseball fan on Twitter and Facebook and online. This has been uh, great to connect with the the baseball populace at large. So, so now it is the off season, and a couple of moves to talk about right off the bat. Two managerial hires: Don Mattingly to the Marlins, Dusty Baker to the Nationals. These are both inter division how do you feel about these two moves delighted uh <laughs> the uh i was uh delighted with mattingly going to uh 
uh, to Miami. And the reason he's doing this is because Loria has his fascination with all Yankees. Uh, this, I mean, <laughs> so, okay, that's a good move. He, uh, I have not thought much of Mattingly's uh, ability as a manager. I, you know, who am I to judge? You know, uh, the hit man. Uh, I labeled uh, them the Marlins have hired their first to be fired when things go south guy. Right. Or their newest uh, one of the, those. Uh, uh, as I thought at first, as did everybody else, that Bud Black was going to go to the Nationals. I was like, oh, geez, that's all we need is Bud Black in charge of that pitching staff. Uh, <laughs> the uh, But, no, they uh, underwhelmed him and uh, Dusty. Our old buddy, uh, Johnny B. Good, is going to uh, Washington, and I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, the uh, with several, I, I, if I, if I might, they got a couple of free agent pitchers. Uh, that might be an incentive for them to. Hit the road, Jack. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, Zimmerman. Yeah. Don't I even mean, think about it. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> yep. Irene. Uh, the, uh, but, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not real upset about either. I, even though I, I like Dusty. I always, you know. Yeah. He, he was on deck when Henry hit the homer. Yeah. Well, it's lifelong Braves fans that you and I admittedly are, of course. That yeah, these these don't scare us, you know. I think the Braves will have better chances, you know, in that in that department, which makes a big difference. We don't have the talent that the Marlins or uh, Nationals have, but we got a little more and, a little more stability and uh and logic in the know, managerial department. I'll tell you something else that nobody is uh nobody has said anything about, but Dusty Baker is a man of color. You know, all power to it. There are not enough people in managerial positions in the major leagues uh, that are men of color for atrocious reasons. Uh, I mean, it's not, it, it can only be atrocious reasons. But as long as Freddie Gonzalez was the only non white manager in baseball, he was going to remain the only non white manager in baseball. Now there's at least a possibility that he could get fired because Dusty is managing. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, you know, Dusty has taken teams to the lip of championships and blown out arms in the process, you know. And Ned Yost is has oh, okay. Yeah. But I mean, I think the only person Dust, Dusty is uh gets a lot out of veteran players. Well, we did say this once uh, uh, Williams got fired. They needed a, that kind of a guy. Oh, yeah. We yeah. even said this. We yeah, said we Baker and uh, Lou Pinella in that mix. So they got the right uh, type. Type. But, God, you know, the only pitcher that should light up is Max Scherzer because he's like, oh, great, I'm never getting taken out now. <laughs> he doesn't want to come out anyway, so now he doesn't even have to worry about it. So there you go, Max Scherzer. Um yeah, and then Mattingly with the Marlins. I mean, I've been completely underwhelmed by his managerial tactics uh, with the Dodgers, and you know, to the, to that degree, who do the Dodgers go and get? I don't know, but that Mattingly to Miami is just laughable. It's so logical, you know, that he'd yeah. end up there, you know, and that the that Miami would go after him of all people. Uh, yeah, the. Uh, Who's going to end up with the Dodgers? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. Uh, I think somebody new. I think 
the uh, we're liable to. I mean, that is an organization also that really has some problems. They have spent so much money, and they have two really good pitchers. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> I mean, have two really good pitchers. Uh, an uh, excellent first baseman on the decline who can't run right, to right, save his life. Right. I mean, you know, they have a they got a, a center fielder. They got that, a shortstop that looks like he has you know a future ahead of him. You know, but yeah. uh, it, it's you know, yeah, I do know, I and I agree. You know, I think that the Do- you know the Dodgers come out as the favorite already. Vegas has uh, penciled them in as the favorite for next year. And I just think that's bizarre. You know, it is, uh, but they're because of the economic abilities. Uh, I, I mean, as much as the Dodgers' failure uh, this year, uh, that's not so much Mattingly's fault. True. I mean, um, I, 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 just as you, I, I haven't thought too much of. Uh, you know, I, I don't think that Mattingly has been John McGraw, but uh, sure. The uh, well, with Freeman. In the in, in running the front office and making the big decisions, we assume, um, and not the Guggenheim group over him, he is the man who put Madden in place. You know, he, he he found the right manager to make Tampa Bay something, and that was with far less you know means to say the least. So I I think it would be very very reasonable to guess that a, a manager you and I have never even heard of at this point or thought right, of or right. would think of. That's kind of my uh, my guess at this point. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have acted quicker. Sure. Yeah. The uh, although uh, Bud Black not signing with uh, the Nationals, he may have known there's a better offer out there for him. And he certainly is good with pitchers. I mean, that is the trade-off there. Right. Yeah. So, um, do you uh, have any early predictions on where the big free agents are going to go? I think most of the big free agents are going to stay home. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Grinky, you know, the Dodger, you know, I mean, uh, all, I think that's going to be true with most of them. Yeah, and what about like, uh, you know, Cespedes? He's already kind of said that he won't stay in New York, or they're not anticipating that. So. It will be interesting if he goes back to Detroit. <laughs> yeah. uh, the prophecy of one finally right. comes true. Right. Uh, I don't know. I think Price will stay with Toronto, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the big guys are going to stay home. Yeah. Well, now Cespedes, you see, Cespedes had the greatest month of his life. I don't think he, you know, he's not Bryce Harper. No. And he followed that up with a really awful month, a really sure, dreadful month. Sure. Yes. He in did. a month that's arguably way more valuable. <laughs> well, they wouldn't have had that month without his month prior to that. Good point. Good point. The the cycle the cycle of life is complete. We're so. talking way too many relative pronouns about which month it is. <laughs> right. That's true. His yeah. September bred the Mets October, there you but go. his October kind of hurt them. So, but again, if he doesn't have September, we don't have October. We have a paradox forming here that's yes. quite interesting. So, it seems to be Epi's falling <laughs> appearing in the backyard. <laughs> so, but next week we're going to go head first into the hot stove, and we're going to go. I think we'll go National League first. We'll go through each division, every team, and. Look at their needs and make some early predictions for 2016 already because I'm already looking forward to opening day 2016. It's only I'm looking forward to the Hot Stove League. Yeah. See what's going to happen. 
But we're only a hundred, you know, we're only a hundred and forty days from pitchers and catchers reporting, so never too early to count. So, well, thank you to everyone uh, checking us out at our website, runningthebases.com. You can always download these podcasts on SoundCloud and on the iTunes Store using the iTunes Podcasting app. So, for Coach Bounds, I'm Tucker Wells. This is the Running the Bases podcast, and we are coming into home. We are safe, Coach. Thank you so much. Good night. Good night.